In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. So two weeks ago, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we celebrated the Feast of the Dormition of our most blessed Holy Mother, the Theotokos. And just this past Monday, we in turn observed the leave-taking of this glorious feast of our church. Now during these days, the hymnody of the church explicitly proclaims the holiness of the greatest human being to ever walk amongst God's creation. And today, we celebrate and remember another great human being. A human being whom by our Lord's own admission is without doubt, probably, most likely, not very far behind in importance to our most holy mother. And of course, that great human being is St. John, the forerunner and Baptist. In the Gospel of St. Luke, we hear our Lord proclaim that among those born of women, there is none greater than the forerunner and Baptist John. And today, I have to say that we not only celebrate the life that St. John led in preparing the way for our Lord Jesus Christ, but we also celebrate the death that he suffered in preparing that same way for our Lord Jesus Christ. St. John Popovich calls this feast a little good Friday. Because you see, on Good Friday, men murdered the Son of God, our Lord, right? And today, those same men murdered the Son's great prophet. Now, St. Justin, he makes this comparison of the feast days because so many of St. John's greatest accomplishments on this earth went hand in hand with the ministry of Christ. From his first days on earth, St. John was entirely, entirely dedicated to the one who would come after him, as he said himself. Even before St. John was born, while he was still in the womb of St. Elizabeth, he recognized and was attuned to our Lord being in the womb of the Theotokos. We clearly see this very early in the gospel passage we read at every feast of the Theotokos, right? St. John leapt in his mother's womb at the sound of the Theotokos, proclaiming the incarnation. Wonderful and beautiful. After that blessed encounter, both Holy Scripture and Holy Tradition of our church teach us that St. John and his mother Elizabeth fled into the desert to escape the decree that Herod had issued to kill all infants 
at two years of old should be put to death. We know that after 40 days after that escape, his mother reposed and his father Zechariah, the high priest, was put to death also by Herod in the temple. Now as an orphan, St. John was brought up in the desert and he was guided only by the hand of God. Let's think about that for a minute. Can you imagine that? So young and so alone in the desert with only his faith in God. Think about that for just a minute. We can only imagine how difficult it would be for someone so young to live in the desert and to fend for themselves. I mean, what chance in the world would anyone that young have, right? But St. John had the greatest chance in the world. He had the greatest of teachers. He had the greatest of help. He had the greatest of guides. He was brought up by God the Father Himself who prepared John for His ministry, which was to come. Now church tradition tells us that when St. John was 30 years of age, the Word of God came to him and commanded him to preach repentance and to call on all men to pave and prepare the way for the Lord. And shortly after the beginning of his ministry, having been preparing the Jews for the coming of the Messiah, the mysteries of the Holy Trinity were revealed to him when he was baptized. When he baptized our Lord in the River Jordan. And after that, St. John slowly fell into the shadows and he became silent. Because the Son of God had come. That which He was preparing the way for had come. Because He had accomplished what He was commanded to do in life. And that was to prepare the way for the Lord. Now shortly after the baptism of Christ, as we all know, and as we just heard from today's Gospel reading, about how St. John was beheaded. By Herod, which we celebrate today, thus ending St. John's earthly life. But I have to say that for many in the Christian world and other Christian traditions, this is where the story of St. John ends. For them, this is where it all stops. This is where the story is over. But for us, for us in the Orthodox Church, however, this is not the end of St. John. It's actually the beginning. We celebrate this day as a new beginning because we know that this was only the midpoint, if you will, of the ministry of our beloved forerunner. Of Christ. Having departed this earthly life, church tradition says that St. John went down into Hades and again paved the way for what Christ would do at his glorious resurrection. 
He went down into Hades to prepare the way for those there. He continued the ministry that he carried out on earth, preaching and proclaiming the coming of the Messiah. And as St. John Maximovich explains, the souls of the righteous one from the, ones from the Old Testament were languishing in hell, awaiting the fulfillment of the coming of the one who would conquer the serpent, as he had told, as had been told to God, to Adam by God. These souls, deprived of the light of God's glory, tormented with waiting for the fulfillment of their hope, were greeted by John, who brought joyful tidings in saying that soon the kingdom of hell would be destroyed. St. John Maximovich. And so, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we celebrate today not just the death of St. John the Baptist, certainly not the end of him, but indeed we celebrate today the beginning, the true fulfillment of St. John's ministry. He brought the souls of those anguishing in Hades the joyous news of the end of their torment and prepared the way for Christ who would later shatter the gates of hell by trampling down death by death. As we say at Pascha. Just as in the nativity of St. John is the beginning of the gospel for the living, so too is the beheading of St. John the gospel, the beginning of the gospel for the departed. And I will tell you that this has great significance for us. I will conclude this morning again with a few words from St. John Maximovich. St. John the Baptist's beheading was his final exploit on earth and the last step after receiving of the greatest reward in the kingdom of heaven. For all those in hell, John's death was the rising of the morning star before the appearance of the Son of Righteousness. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.